Hi everyone, Air here. Today we're going to talk about mindset. So if you're a female entrepreneur that's been struggling emotionally, mentally, or maybe even physically, I have Jennifer here. She's been in business for over 20 years, helping make sales, marketing, and being a woman in business a lot easier said and done. Welcome to the show, Jennifer. Thanks, Air. I'm excited to be here with you. So I'm going to jump straight into it. What I like that. <laughs> I'm a straight shooter, and I know you I know. know. I love that about you. What made you go into one of the hardest categories of business as a woman, marketing and sales? That's a good question. Well, there's a long story, and then there's there's so many components to it, obviously. But if I just broke it down to the most simple answer is I was divorced and well, I was getting divorced actually was separated. And that first year and a half, I was living in Temecula. We had bought our house only six months before my first house with my first husband. And I had two girls. I just had a baby. She was about six months old and I had a four-year-old and I had always had the belief that as a woman, you lean on your man to provide. So that was just what I was brought up with. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. My dad was an entrepreneur. Um, and when I got divorced, I had a wake-up call like no other. <laughs> I mean, mind you, I wasn't married till I was about 26. I lived in LA. I was playing tennis. So I've, you know, been out on my own. I was on a mission. Like I have done a lot of things and lived in other countries, but you know, I thought when you get married, this is just your life. You get to be home with the kids and take care of the home. And when I went through that divorce, I, the wake up call was, I have no power anymore. That's what I felt. That's what I thought, because I didn't know what I was going to do to make money. And so I started fumbling and, um, and I, as, as time has gone on and I've had a lot of experiences with women, I realized that women that don't have financial support, meaning for themselves, their choices are limited. Now, whether that's really true at the end of the day or not, it is true for us when we're in that situation. So I want women to have as many choices as possible. And mm -hmm. I have three daughters now. I'm remarried. And as kind of my crazy journey of, I became an entrepreneur at that point when I was getting going through my divorce, I became a part of a mastermind here, you know, here in, in Southern California. And, um, and as things would kind of move forward, the biggest realization I had is that if women don't know how to sell themselves, you know, I just didn't understand what sales were. And that's what I, I started seeing as I started working with so many women in business and coaching them and training them and doing events with women. I realized that most women weren't making money. They would go get certified. They would have all these dreams and visions and they would do all this stuff, but then they weren't making the actual money. They wouldn't go out and sell. And they did everything they could to not do that. 
Mm-hmm. And so I honestly, I just, that was the only thing I knew to do to fulfill the part of me that wanted to help women at the core, like at, at the deepest part of a woman, what is going to give her the most freedom and the most choices in her life to be able to live the way she wants. Did you so, find entrepreneurship? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, my family's been in it. So, I mean, I grew up, my dad has owned pool companies. Um, you know, my brothers, nobody's a graduate of college in my family. (laughs) Nobody's graduated college, but there's multimillionaires in my family. Um, so it's in my blood. I mean, I watched my dad, you know, get home at 11 o'clock at night while I was growing up. Not that that's a great thing because I've had daddy issues, but I watched how hard it actually makes me a little emotional right now as I think about it. Um, my dad was an example of what it takes to really make something for yourself, your family, and also others, because he had a lot of employees. He had a lot of people working for him. He supported so many families. And I always loved that. I love that idea of being able to support people through something that I was inspired to do. And then my brothers are entrepreneurs. My husband now actually is a partner with my, my dad in a pool company. My two other brothers own pool companies. So entrepreneurship is like in my blood. Yeah. I was like, let's get part of this family tree. <laughs> I know. Now, mind so, you, I don't know if now we've had to learn a lot, right? Cause entrepreneurship, like there's also this, like we're talking about mindset. I, and that's where I, I got really dedicated into just understanding how our minds work as an entrepreneur, because I saw so many of the, the weaknesses of my family, which is just normal, right? It's, it's a normal part of entrepreneurship. So, you know, there's that other, that other side of it. So I'm curious, before we go any further, there's going to be women on here that are listening and they're like, I don't know. She said, entrepreneur on my own business. I'm just trying to pay the bills. You know, Mm. maybe they are a single mom or maybe they, you know, just got out of divorce, like you mentioned with your story. Is there something that you're like, you know, you shouldn't be an entrepreneur if this is the case? Or do you think all women should kind of take that leap into entrepreneurship? I have a really, really strong stand in every woman should be an entrepreneur and every woman needs to have the skill of sales. So they go hand in hand to me. Um, so if I were to tell a woman, even if she were going to go to college and get a degree, I would say the first thing I would tell you to do is to go learn sales, go work for a company part-time because not only are you going to learn skills that will work for every single aspect of your life, for your kids, for your, you know, new relationships, for your work, wherever you work, sales is going to be that thing that's going to impact every facet of your life. And it can create money that you can't get otherwise. So I am a true believer. I teach my girls. I mean, that's what I'm doing now is my daughter at 16, she's now 21. I gave her a choice. I said, do you want to go work at Legoland, hang out with your friends and work eight hours and make 80 bucks with taxes and stuff, you know, I mean, even less, or do you want to become a coach and learn how to do these skills that you will be able to be supported and have more choices for the rest of your life? So 
that is like my, and what's funny is I don't share that very often. So I'm glad you asked that question, but it is just a true belief only because at the end of the day, I want women to have more choices, like I said, and more freedom. So that is more freedom. And also the growth capacity of growth is so exponential that it's like, why not go that way? I feel like with that is kind of a catch 22 though, is women, especially women in more like their feminine energy. Let's take away Mm -hmm. some of these masculine qualities and I'll even break it down for anybody that doesn't know what I'm referencing is we all have masculine energy and we all have feminine energy within us. Now our masculine is like, okay, let's provide, let's protect, let's hunt, you know, build the fortress. You know, this is very career based, right? This is sales. This is marketing. This is confidence and being like asking what you need and want versus the feminine in us. And again, this is in men as well, is that softness. It's that loving, nurturing, creative type of energy. I feel like to be truly successful in business, you got to use them both. But a lot of women can get very timid when it comes to like going for their dreams or their goals. And if you tell them, hey, the sky is the limit, that could actually be terrifying. So you're a coach. Mm. How would you walk somebody Mm. through that of like breaking down the first barrier? Well, There's a lot of different ways to go about that, but, um, this is another thing as the years have gone by and I've worked with women for so many years. I mean, my, my birthday is even on international women's day, March 8th, like I have three daughters, right? I, yeah, I've, I mean, it's so funny, really quick story. When I went to, I went to Romania on my mission. When you go on a mission, you don't, you don't get to choose where you go. I didn't even know where Romania was when I was 22. (laughs) It's like in 1996, right? But communism was just like basically Ceausescu had been taken down in like 89 and it was still a very interesting place to be. But it was crazy. March 8th came because I was there for almost two years, the first March 8th. And I woke up and I was in Bucharest, which was the, you know, it's just dark and gray and it's just a really kind of, now I don't know what it's like now, but it was more sad to me. It had a really heavy, sad, dark feeling And I remember looking out the window and it was like 10 o'clock or something or nine o'clock and people were celebrating, like celebrating, like it was 4th of July or something. And I was like, what the freak is going on with people celebrating my birthday? (laughs) I mean, I was like, what's going on in Romania? This is my place. This is where I was meant to be, right? Come to find out it was, that's how I learned about International Women's Day was from Romania and the Romanian people. They celebrate International Women's Day. Um... And my, that was just a little quick story, but so my point is, is that, um, women are, I, I, it's in my blood to help women and the battle, to be honest, like I would call it a battle is to, is understanding exactly what you said of how to help us. I don't think it's balancing. I think it's integrating and it's choosing one or the other at different times to lead in. Do we want to lead in the feminine energy? Do we want to lead in the masculine energy? But what I've found is that a lot of women over the last 50, 60, 70 years have looked to men as the example of how to be successful, 
right? Mm -hmm. How to create business because that's, you know, in our culture, that's how it was. Men were the providers. So women, they became more masculine. And what we're coming back into is this swing back into women, understanding who they are as women, and also knowing how to utilize those feminine powers that we have in business, in marketing and sales, you know, in, in as an entrepreneur. So the, the softness that the, the, these beautiful qualities that women have, again, men have them too. Like you said, women, I think are wanting and craving to use those more often in all facets of their life. So what I say is that, and what I've been teaching and what I've created is taking those feminine energy qualities and being able to integrate them into your business, into your sales and marketing processes, into your operations, even your client fulfillment of your business and how to lead out there. Um, I truly believe that this is women's time. This is our time. It's been the men's time or the masculine energy for the last 2000, 3004, whatever, however many years. And it is our time as women. And I think you see that as the spirituality, right? The changes, everything can, and that's why my company is called quickening because we're quickening the world. We're quickening mm -hmm. people's minds and their hearts and women are needed right now. Again, it's not good or bad or one's better than the other. It just means that it's our time. And so I think that the first thing I really have to help women with is, and what I'd want women to, to think of right now is how can they motivate themselves enough? And there's aspects to the motivation, but motivate themselves enough to find the vision and with that motivation and that vision, they will overcome those scary parts of themselves. I think, I believe every woman can, because I've watched all the women I've worked with have been able to do it. And the women I know, does that answer your question or is that? I feel like that's really great for women that are curious about entrepreneurship or maybe even feel like they're being forced into it with getting like a side job. Uh... I'm trying to think of like, everyone and not just me because I'm just one story right but I hear a lot of you know women that are you know they have their nine to five if that still exists or their 10 to six or their 10 to eight but it's not making enough money especially in these bigger cities like San Diego or um, San Francisco or Miami or New York they have to have this side thing yeah it's just, yeah it's not necessarily easier for it to be entrepreneurship but it feels like it's the only option because it's like nine o'clock at night, what else are they gonna do? So I hear those stories a lot to where they're kind of pushed into it for sink or swim. But I also wanna explore the idea of like the women that have been hustling and trying entrepreneurship for maybe six months, maybe a year, maybe a decade. Mm -hmm. And they run into some of these walls with this quickening process. Mm -hmm. I think of, all the women that have just been burned out and they're like, you know, I feel like I'm just completely masculine because I've been fighting for so exactly. long. Exactly. Exactly. So well, what's their first step? I I'll give you, I'll give you, I was just talking, we had a, I had my mastermind last night with, we only had seven women there and we were masterminding for one another at my house. And after Faye Lima, um, 
she her she's one of the mastermind members and we were outside talking for like an hour and she started sharing how her husband has been noticing for a while now that she's her light has been dimmed and as she was saying that this disconnect and almost like she just she just couldn't she couldn't even get motivated anymore and every time she did what she knew to work that worked before which was get into the logic get into the masculine right push hustle it actually made her more tired and she actually couldn't do it now i'm using that example because that's happened to me i'm seeing it happen to i'm having these conversations almost every day with women and what i believe is happening is there is and you know this you know talking about spirituality and energy and that kind of thing like there is a collective shift going on in the world we know that all of us are feeling it and what's happening to women is we literally are getting to a point where we cannot do it like that anymore we can't it is and all of us are feeling it the problem is is we're doing it separately so when we're bringing each other together in these communities and that's why it's so important for women to start using their voices gathering communities, even if it isn't, they're not making them, if they're not making the money yet, bring your community together, use your voice for something. And as you do that, we're going to start relating to one another and seeing that we're not alone in the fact that this just isn't how we can do it anymore. Now, how do you do it? Right. First is just the yeah. awareness, right. First is the awareness. I mean, really it is because I think women, right. We feel so alone. And when you feel alone, you're so discouraged and you're like, there's no way out. There's hope. It's hopeless. Right. I mean, I'm sure you've talked to many women like that too. I will raise my hand as one of them, especially mm -hmm. the loneliness of entrepreneurship is most mm -hmm. of the time you have employees and you can't talk to them about this. And mm -hmm. if you are single or not married, then you don't necessarily have a partner. If you are married, you don't necessarily want to put that on your partner. So it definitely mm -hmm. can get lonely no matter what category you're in. How do we do well, it? Well, and I think, I think this is the thing that I'm, that I'm, that I'm seeing and that we are shifting into it's embracing instead of thinking that something's wrong with you. And that's what my point of that is nothing's wrong with you. Something's right with you right now. And the right thing is, is that you are not meant to do it that way anymore. And you're hearing that a lot, right? And, you know, the hustle mentality, you know, we're not wanting people going on the opposite, you know, in the opposite direction of it. You know, I, but no sales calls, you know, you can close stuff without even getting on a call. Like these kind of tactics and strategies are coming out now and have been because of, we don't want to be doing it that way anymore. And we're trying to find ways to start living differently, to, to call, to call in this part of us, our hearts. Right. And the thing is, is that if we don't see that we are, we are, nothing's wrong with us in that area, if that makes sense. Like if we go, okay, this isn't wrong that I don't want to do this anymore. So what is there on the other end of that? The other end of that is true discovery of self, which is what I'm sure you're helping a lot of people with right now on this podcast, right? Is who am I as a woman and what is my heart telling me? Now, what's crazy is your heart, until you decide to tap into that and go, nothing's wrong with me. I am in the right place at the right time. I'm going to trust my heart, trust who I am. And I am going to believe in myself enough. I know these are all like these 
<laughs> these cliches, but in the truth of it, it is really about that. But again, the first step is going, nothing's wrong with me here. It's okay that I don't want to do this like I was. And there's nothing wrong that it's not working now. It's not meant to work now because women are in the driver's seat in our world for a reason. And that is so that we will start and the world will start adopting a more spiritual a more heart-centered leadership everywhere. So that really to me is the first thing. The second thing is then looking in your heart, seeing what's there. And then for me, what I help women with is then finding that vision. So like even I, I vision is a gift that I've been given and I help, I've helped with, with, with vision, with their vision. You got to get your vision bigger and you have to have reason enough to do what you got to do to follow your heart, your heart and start exposing your heart. Cause it's so vulnerable, right? And you're having to put away some of that logical, um, old cultural habitual actions and thinking. And so it takes such a deep connection to, they say your why, whatever terminology you want to use, but it's the reason that you have inside of you has got to be big enough. And I believe that you don't, it just doesn't appear. A lot of women I talk to like, well, I don't feel it or it doesn't come to me. Well, you got to find one thing that you find is true inside of that, your heart. And once you do, you got to build on that. Find one thing that's going on. So I don't know if like for you, for instance, what's one, one like vision or passion or, you know, something you're really, really enthusiastic about that's in you that's triggered with emotion. You have so many things. I have so many. I know you do, but because you're, you've been developing it. The one that's calling to me right now is we all deserve to choose how we want to heal. Hmm. That That's the one screaming at me right now, but you're that. correct. I could probably name 10. If somebody wants to borrow some for theirs, I could probably loan some out, but it sounds like <laughs> Well, it'd be cool own. like right now for people to actually, <laughs> if you're listening to this, like write down a couple of those, write down. And usually women that are really dealing with this kind of masculine, like you're talking about where they're, it's so confusing to them. They're so burnt out. A lot of those women, I usually have to go to the bare, like the, the, bare bones, right? Like this, the most simple desire or the most simple thing that they can cling to. Like, let's say for Christian women, it may be just that they believe in God. They just know God lives, right? Or they know that God loves them. Let's just say just as a, the most, I don't know, simple. So do you see what I'm saying? Like that. So for you with the healing, I mean, gosh, you can build so much off of that it's like, what can you do today now with that is these choices of how you heal yourself. It's starting to envision people doing that and all the choices that they can start making around that, you know, and just start building on it throughout the day or night or whenever you decide to do it. But little by little, and you got to have patience with that. The more you do it, the faster it happens. But this is where women, I think, have superpowers is to be able to do that. And when our heart expands, when our our reason expands, our vision expands. That's where we're unstoppable. We become unstoppable. Mm. Do you agree with that? I mean, is that something that you have seen? So 
going back maybe five or six minutes ago, I was kind of teetering, I'll be honest with you. But then you nailed something whenever you said, and it's not supposed to work right now. And when mm. you said those words, you locked me in. I was like, now I'm on board. And every, mm. everything you've said since, I'm like, this makes sense. Because you can get skeptical, right? When you're in that mindset of rejection after rejection and feeling abandoned, maybe you lost a relationship or you lost a job and you're feeling all these different wounds that can get you back in like this negative, you know, fight or flight mode. You're just like, why isn't it working, right? And you want to kind of scream and we're, we're women, we're emotional, uh-huh. right? We're uh-huh. creatures. Uh-huh. And that was one of the things that I know I went through in the past was, I was like, I knew this is what my heart said. My heart said, go down this path. And it made no sense. It was crazy. All my friends and my family are like, what are you doing? Like, I had actually already built like this little mini empire over here whenever I was like, let's change it all. Right. Uh-huh. And I was listening to my heart and I was like, oh my goodness, why isn't this working? We're losing money. You know, like everything I built just kind of tumbled down. And so mm-hmm. with that, that transfer of it's not supposed to work right now, but it's going to work because we're thinking of the long vision, not just the short vision mm-hmm. of what used to work. Because who's to say that wasn't going to crash down anyways, but now you had the choice of moving forward in your life. So, yeah, I just... The power choices. <laughs> well, I'm glad. And, and I, you said, you mentioned emotions and I, I just want to share really quick, if that's okay, a little something that I think is important. And by the way, a lot of what I do and what I talk about is also how I believe that when we are becoming this, we are becoming an expert salesperson. Now people may not want to hear that their brain shut down, right. With that, with that term, but I, in everything I do, I build in this, this new saleswoman, this new sales industry, like the systems and the, the, um, what's the word, the imprint, this new imprint. So let me just say that like this whole reason that's big enough in sales, a key is to find out, right. The bigger the gap, if you've, if you've heard this before, the bigger the gap, the more the motivation to be able to say yes to you when you're doing sales or even yourself. So, so let me just, so, so let me just use like, um, uh, let's say, um, let's say you don't have, like you just said, you're working a nine to five, you're exhausted. You've tried different, you know, businesses, you've hustled, you've worked till 12 o'clock at night. How many women have you talked to that's done that? Tons, right? They have family, Mm -hmm. Um, they're, they're really, truly hopeless. Okay. Now the key here, and this is what I want to just share that is so important with the emotions for women specifically is when we don't identify a feeling or an emotion happening with that. And I have, it's called a emotions monologue. I learned this with, and brought this in with improv. I started bringing in improv experts into my events and we would connect it to emotional intelligence, personal development, mindset, that kind of thing. And so I created a, and it's called an emotions monologue. And basically all it is, is that when you're in this space and that's so you're so low and you can't seem to get out of it, allowing yourself permission to feel the feeling for one minute, you just time yourself for one minute. 
And so on a sales call or anything, I let people, and I want to get people to these emotions because without that, they are, they can't see hope in where they can go. Right. And I want to bring them into such a huge, massive, beautiful place at the end of the day where they're like, this vision is bigger. Now my vision's bigger. The bigger it is, the more they can identify where they're at now. Now they see that there's hope, right? Just by allowing themselves to feel that feeling. And, and what's happened in, in our, you know, I mean, you know how this is. I mean, not to bring my mom up, but, and I, I don't even know if she's heard me say this on podcasts and stuff. I doubt it. But my mom used to tell me, stop being so emotional, hmm. right? And what did I have to learn? Stop being so, don't have emotions. That's what I took it as. Now, the way she meant it was different, but how young were you when she started saying that young, like young? Yeah. I don't even remember exactly, but it was probably like six, seven, eight years old, you know? Very. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was always a very emotional person. I mean, that's just how actually, you know, and, um, I'm a manifesting generator. I don't know if you utilize those archetypes human or those design. Styles. Let's go. Yeah, human design. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I'm not expert in it, but I'm, I'm an emotion. If I remember right, I have the emotion. Right. That's how I can tell. I am feeling like I, I tap in and I go, okay, this feels good, right? Mm-hmm. And so I have to really sit on that for a couple of days and make sure it feels good for a couple of days to actually go forward with it. So yeah, but not everybody's like that. Um, but my point is there's a gap that we need to understand inside of ourselves. And the first, the first step is to actually recognize your emotions and start putting language to them and then allow yourself to feel them. And what happens is I've watched hundreds and hundreds of women and men literally in front of me completely shift out of a negative emotion into this positive and their, their minds are free. They have more power over choice and then their visions get bigger. Hmm. so use your emotions I want to cross over because I can talk about emotions all day long I do that's what I do for a living so (laughs) with that we need that I want to cross over into the technical stuff as well Uh the nitty gritty is let's say we've developed this foundation of like okay you know whether I chose this path or whether it chose me I'm on it I've got hope. I've got a vision. Am I going to take a front step? I don't know where to go. So I'm, you know, I'm calling Jennifer. <laughs> what is that <laughs> like first like step into achieving your vision? Especially utilizing sales because sales, like you said, has this negative connotation and doesn't have to. Well, if we look at like strategies, are you saying, or like you said, just something that we can go out there and, and start creating and moving our businesses? Is that what you mean? Like create so, some movement in it? I want to stick with mindset because I'm sure we could pick an industry and be like construction or pools and like do a play by play, but maybe just some like high level, okay, I'm going to start not being afraid of sales. How do I mesh my vision into sales without mm. coming off like a used car salesman from the nineties? Mm. <laughs> well, yeah, no, that's good. And, and so the first thing that, um, 
that I've, well, one of the things I've created over the years after working with so many, I found there were, I created my own archetype. I, I have different names for it, but what I've settled onto is like, we have our natural energy signature that once we have this vision and all of that, and then we want to go out there, um, like our minds need to be safe, right? We know that. Mm-hmm. And as you get a bigger vision, your mind is going to be playing tricks on you. And it's going to, oh, yeah. it's going, right. It's going to keep showing up as, wait, are you serious about this? Like, well, you got to prove it to me. You're, you you got to prove it to me. So knowing that that's going on, I, I, there's always, I'm all about fast results because again, I think we sped up and women have the ability to speed everything up. So, um, this natural energy signature, when you're able to understand the components of yourself. And basically what I've done is I've been able to narrow it down into four different kind of archetype or signatures. But on top of it, what I've done is I've taken the top marketing and sales and basically marketing sales to me is every part of business. So who you are and what, what are the characteristics that make somebody the very best, right? And this is from my experience of 500,000 or more dollars investments with the top in the world, being around it, studying, actually working with people and creating my own and seeing what percolates to the top. So, and then integrating that into your signature, into this natural energy signature. And so I think our minds, again, to be safe and to keep moving forward and acting on what we're needing to do, um, is you need to have something that you can hold on to, right? You need to have something that, it feels safe to you and your brain can keep going and you can keep telling your brain, look, you're okay. You know, you can do this. And I have this container for you. So it's, it really is like a container holder that allows you to keep exposing your mind to your bigger vision and to be able to take the actions that are in front of you, because we are, we should be present every day. We should have goals. We should have, I believe all that, but we also need to be present because something can move so fast that you're thinking in a month's time or two months time, you're going to get that goal. But guess what? It could happen today. So unless you're able to be very malleable, um, and this allows you to do that because it keeps you safe. You've hit such a beautiful topic. And I want to like go a little bit down the rabbit hole, but I feel like okay, person. <laughs> like rabbit hole, let's go. <laughs> so I'm huge into Alice in Wonderland. Like Barbie oh. is great, and for everyone that's listening, <laughs> that's how I met Jennifer. We went to the mm-hmm. Barbie movie together along with a great group of women. But nonetheless, so I'm more of an Alice in Wonderland girl. So let's go down the rabbit hole. Cool. <laughs> this I'll follow you. Idea or fall down, one or the other. The idea of having that container and it being malleable is in the past, I've seen women make that container a man or a relationship, some type of I'm safe, I'm safe, I'm safe. The way I have seen it is, and I know that you're Christian, um, the Buddhist would call it Shakti and Shiva. Because Shiva is the masculine energy and Shakti is the feminine. Then Shiva is going to like hold the space or the container. And then 
Shakti goes mm-hmm. and she dances around and she creates and she makes beauty and it's wonderful. It's a feminine energy. Well, one rabbit hole that I've seen women is when they go and explore and they expand their vision and they build their business, they're still kind of hoping, you know, this masculine energy, this partner of theirs is going to keep them together because they are pulling out the all-nighters and they are making sure that the children are taken care of and maybe they still have their other job. And relationships can fall apart because of all of this. I feel like both of us can speak to this and then I can probably line up a thousand more that can as well. Mm-hmm. So I would personally say that container that you go and you put your certainty in needs to be an idea or something deeper in you and not a person or a relationship. Is there another aspect or do you agree? Do you disagree? Do you think marriages are made for that? Do you think that, you know, there's another place they could source that certainty for themselves to keep Mm -hmm. them going? Well, I do think you have to, you do have to create that in yourself as far as I believe there are strategies. And I think it, again, it, it comes down to awareness. So that is real. This actually has been one of my, my biggest struggles being married twice, being, you know, divorced, having kids on my own, single, watching and helping so many of these women that are that are doing that and just so burned out. Um, this is what I've come to the conclusion at this point. Now again, I know things can go deeper and I can they can be expanded, but what I see is that when you create the awareness that that you, I believe every woman does need the container to be of safety, right? Um, without a doubt, I don't, it's kind of like, um, you, I mean, gosh, what, how, what analogy could I use? I mean, there's actually so many, but you know, we need, well, we need water, right? I believe that that's how it is for women, that we do need that container. And I do think men and women need each other, blah, 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 or we need each one another in the masculine feminine energies. Um, but this is what I would say about it. First it's awareness, but the second thing that is huge and that I've learned, and I'm so grateful that I've learned is that I always thought I even needed, well, first of all, I needed my husband to partner with me. That was what I wanted when I got married to my, my husband now. And I saw us partnering and blah, 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 right? Like that's what has to happen. He has to hold that providing energy, which I do believe still that somebody has to hold the leadership in that right? Mm. It's just holding it. Um, it doesn't mean that they're all of it. So, but as it's been progressing, I've, and then I also had a business partner of a few that I've had, and this is the year that I haven't had any partnership in my business for the first time, whether it's been my husband or yeah. And well, the first time, I guess, let me say since 15 years. Um, but even in my masterminds, I've partnered with people. Like there's always been a partnership. What I realized and I think it's really important is women deciding if they want to lead in the masculine energy in their business, or they want to lead in a feminine. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you're wanting to lead in the feminine, you will need to find somebody, whether it's a business manager, whether it is a partner, whether it is your husband or another, or another woman that has holds the masculine somewhere, somehow there needs to be that other energy held. Does that make sense? So, so for me, what I've realized is, wait, I just need to have, I just get to hire somebody 
who is going to hold those, like even the provider energy, right? Or even around cash, money, those kind of things that for me as a woman, and even that feminine energy wants to more lead in intuition and love and caring and compassion and, you know, impact and vision and creativity, right? That's what we're wanting to like, just flood the earth with most of the women that I talk to. Mm -hmm. And a lot of women are starting to like go, okay, well then I can't make money if I do that. And I'm watching even women that have made, you know, a lot of money fall into this right now. So I think if you just know that that needs to be fulfilled somewhere, somehow with somebody or a system of something that you can depend on and let go of and not have to focus a lot of attention on, um, it allows you to do what we're talking about, where you can have that certainty and then it, it gives you this integration of both both the masculine and feminine energies and you just move forward fast. I feel like that's a really nice way to say that you can't do it on your own. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, we've tried, right? Like we, we really do try hard. <laughs> try hard. I've got years of trying that that theory improving. That ain't going to work. Yeah. work. I love that word, ain't. Such a southern yeah. word. I know, it's funny. So, oh my goodness, that was so valuable. That's probably my favorite aspect so far is go find somebody. You're allowed to be that feminine and crossing over into it. You're allowed to change your mind. You're going mm -hmm. to change, right? Because we're mm -hmm. humans and we get older. There's one thing that I've learned about myself recently that has nothing to do about business is I was addicted to ice cream for like the first <laughs> 30 years of my life. I haven't touched it in a year now. And mm. I'm like, I loved it. It was like my pride and joy of my childhood. But that's how everything is, is one day you can literally wake up and just completely change how you're going to live your life. And I feel like you crossing over for women and being like, you could have been doing it the masculine way. You could have been doing the accounting and the headhunting and all of the firing mm -hmm. and all of the more like, you know, aggressive. aggressive. Right. Yes. Aggressive. Mm -hmm. You should have saw my hands lifted and they shook. And I was like, aggressive. <laughs> Your face probably was really like tight too. I could see it. It was. My like, yeah. you don't even know, but like my teeth snarled a little bit aggressive. <laughs> so versus like, Lately, a lot of women have held that energy for, you know, three mm -hmm. years, 10 years. They're just like, I, I want to relax. I want to give back. I want to nurture. Mm -hmm. I mean, they may have decided they finally want kids or, you know, something else that's like really triggered them into that feminine quality. So I love mm -hmm. that you brought that up. Mm -hmm. oh, we don't have to have either or it's not pendulums, you know? Ooh. It's not a pendulum. We, we don't have to swing the pendulum anymore. I'll let the witches know, okay? Because we got a lot of witches on here. And <laughs> I know. How funny. Actually, that is funny. I never was into that. I had people do it on me all the time, but I never really got the hang of that one. Ooh. Okay. That's a whole different podcast, but we'll, we'll I know talk. it is. We'll we won't talk, talk okay? about that. Yeah, yeah. Before you go, I'm just curious. Is there something that you've been able to share with every woman that's came to you that just cross over as like a solid piece of advice, whether they were young, old, single, not single, immigrants, US citizen, you name it. Oh yeah, and I've already said it, but I'll say it again because it is truly why I do what I do. It is why I 
keep coming back to it and it's sales. We ha- I, I truly believe that every woman, every single woman needs to learn the strategies of sales. Now, not, and look for the feminine energy of sales. Don't just look for the masculine and start studying, start, you know, listening to podcasts around it, find the missing pieces, find where, what your heart is telling you that is, is not working anymore for you or for you think your community, because again, like I said, every single woman that can do this is going to have power to use her voice to, you know, uh, what is the word? Um, get the pay she wants wherever she's working. She's going to ask for more money. She's going to expand, you know, her bank account and all the while being able to actually really follow her heart. It's why I love it so much. It's why I'm so obsessed with and, and constantly, um, am wanting to, so I, I mean, I'm really, I keep looking at these other things to, use, you know, to really focus on out there in the world with my voice, but I have to keep coming back to sales. Mm -hmm. So, but again, you have, and that's the thing is there's not very, there's very few people teaching sales the way I am. There's only a handful of women that I can even think of and men that are actually teaching some of the, the characteristics and, and, and energy energies that I'm teaching. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's so simple but just do it. Don't, if you are fighting sales identities, old thinking, right? I mean, they did a, they did a study of 5,000 people, men and women, and they asked them, what's the first thought when you think of a sale of sales? And every single one thought of a man, not a woman. And it was Mm -hmm. always some kind of slimy sales, you know, car salesman or whatever, 5,000 people. So this is something that we have the power to change as women because people are still not, it's, they're not conditioned yet. Um, and we get to change the game and you get to have tons of choices in your life. Freedom is yours. I mean, seriously, it's, it's amazing to me and it's so exciting. So I'm hoping that everybody, anybody that listens to this, that they will just test the waters, put your foot in, face the fears, look at your beliefs around it and challenge them now. Like just decide to challenge them and see what happens. Yeah. The freedom is yours. That's a whole nother podcast too. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot, of, a lot of little things in here. <laughs> it's like we're setting ourselves up for like a pitch or something. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, um, I am looking forward to learning more from you for sure. How would somebody else be able to get in contact or access some of the resources that you provide? Well, you know, it's funny because the last, like I said, the last year has been actually a lot of soul searching in a way that, because I'm hitting 50, you know, going through the change, lots of stuff happening to me. My kids are getting older, 21, 18, you know, leaving the house, um, And so why I'm saying that is I, I just want to have conversations with people. And right now my heart has been telling me to just invite women to have conversations with me 
the very first fear they get to face is the fear of that connection. And, um, so that's really, it sounds kind of crazy, but I have Instagram. It's Jennifer Lamprey. I have my Facebook. Um, I'm well, I'm happy to give out my phone number. Even, um, I have a phone number for my business and just have the conversation. But, um, I am also, I have the, I have an actual natural energy signature, basically like a quiz that will help you to understand what that signature is. And then it gives you a couple different prompts to utilize in your marketing and sales processes. And then also just in communication in your relationships, whether it's your boss, your husband, your partner, it really can, um, support you just to be able to have that confidence inside of yourself and use your voice more powerfully. So I do have that as well. And yeah, I can, you can get access to it on my Instagram. I love that. I want to take that quiz now. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. It's cool. I want you to take it. Um, well, thank you so much, Jennifer, for joining us and sharing all of your wisdom, all your masculine energy, all your feminine energy. Hmm. There's definitely some some keynotes in here that hmm. I'm going to pick out for you know, our marketing and sales. How about that? Good. I'm glad. I hope so. Gosh, I do hope so. I'm grateful for you too. I'm grateful for the energy that you hold. It's really beautiful.